1: Happy Wednesday, Secret Squad. I'm Robin McGraw with a brand new episode of I've Got a Secret. Brian Kelly is the points guy. His media empire, full of incredible blogs, apps, podcasts, and more, is the go-to resource when it comes to loyalty programs, credit cards, and travel. He's here to spill the best travel hacks, credit card deals, and ways to use those well-deserved rewards points. He'll break down what you need to know about these credit card policies and how to get the most bang for your buck wherever you go. This is The Secret to Using Your Points and Miles. So thank you for being here, Brian. Can you first start by giving the listeners some background on what the Points Guy is really all about?
0: The Points Guy is really all about helping people travel smarter. I was actually 12 years old. So this is in the 1990s. My dad was a consultant, so he traveled quite a bit for work. And he came to me one day and said, if you can figure out how to use these frequent flyer miles, we'll go on a family trip. So to to me, it was a little challenge. And back in those days, you couldn't even go online. So I I picked up the phone. I was nice to the U.S. Airways phone rep. And I planned our family of six. We went to the Cayman Islands for free. And that's the moment that I was like, I'm 12 years old and I did this. Um, And so kind of never in a million years, you know, fast forward 20 some years later that this is my life. Um, But that's really what it's about. It's helping people get more out of life um, and in, especially in the U.S., points are so abundant. You can get points for paying your rent, for paying tuition, for, you know, all of those everyday mundane expenses you can turn into amazing life experiences. So that's what the Points Guy is all about.
1: I love that that's how you got started and so young. Your father sounds a lot like my husband because he used to give those type of challenges to our two sons when they were as young as you were, because he would say, if you could get Mavericks tickets, you know, at a good price, I'll take you to the game. And they would get the newspaper or whatever, and they'd start trying to find better price tickets and he'd take us all to the game. So congratulations to your father and congratulations on turning this into a career that is so beneficial.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, it's a You know, I think I always, we grew up in a pretty middle-class family and I always wanted to live that champagne lifestyle on a beer budget. And <laughs> I love it because my parents, you know, they they actually probably did a lot better than I thought they did. You know, they're very humble. Uh, and I like that though. It, it kind of lit that passion inside of me. And if, Hey, look, if I want to go on a great trip and if I want to go on a vacation or whatever, I've got to figure out a way to do it. I've either got to work or, you know, use points and hustle. And I think that hustle factor has a uh, Instilling that early on in kids, I think is a is a smart move.
1: I do too. And this is so wonderful for all of our listeners because there are so many things that we all don't know about travel points and credit card points and all of that. And I'm so excited that you're here to share it with them. And you have a team of over a hundred people. Is that right?
0: It is. I, I pinch myself every day. I started this as a blog. So I used to work at Morgan Stanley. I started in 07 so right right before the financial meltdown and uh, and luckily I never lost my job but I was in the recruiting team so I was traveling all over the country I'm in my you know mid late 20s and I then all of a sudden I was my dad I had all these points I had my corporate Amex and I remember calling Amex and saying hey can I get the points for all of these expenses and they said sure if you pay $95 and that's still the case today. A lot of companies, if you pay the $95 fee, they'll let you earn the points. And and so that's why I started just raking in points. And I started a blog for fun, solely for fun. Didn't know how to monetize it, do nothing. And um, it, it's been a wild ride. About six months after starting the blog, it started to really kind of go viral. And uh, the New York Times wrote about it in the spring of 2011. And I quit my job that day. And I said... <gasps> You know, when people started calling me the points guy, you know, I would go to dinner parties and they'd be like the points guy and I would see people light up and I'm like, I think this is my calling, you know, because so many people travel for work. They're away from their families and my knowledge that it just so happens to come so easily to me, I can parlay that into helping people, you know, take their family on a trip, you know, and, and have these incredible moments. So I'm, I'm certainly uh, just blown uh-huh. away at what it's become.
1: I just love it. I love it. So let's talk about credit cards. What are your favorite travel rewards cards?
0: So what I want people to know about credit cards. So yes, it's points and points are important. And when it comes to points, I think, you know, people, Amex is amazing. Amex gold is probably the best Amex card. And this always shocks people who have maybe had a platinum card their whole lives And then I tell them uh, the gold card is half as much, less than half as much, and you earn four points per dollar on dining and groceries. Whereas on the platinum you're earning one and you earn five points on airfare. But when you think about what you spend money on every day, we spend money on going out to eat. So the Amex gold is like, when it comes to points, one of the best out there. Um, Chase Sapphire Reserve, another solid card, that's triple points on travel and dining. And what I want people to look at is the the travel category, each category, each credit card company has its different nuances. In the case of Chase travel, that includes parking, tolls, public transit. So it's not just flights and hotels that you need to be thinking about. It's your Uber, it's your seamless and your Uber Eats. So what people need to do is look at what they spend their money on and then say, okay, how do I earn as many points as possible on all these different expenses? Um, so Amex and Chase are kind of the two big programs. Those two cards are like the you can't go wrong. And then for renters out there, there's a credit card that launched about six months ago. You know, for so many people, rent is their largest uh, expense. And for years, you'd be able to pay rent with the credit card, but they'd charge you three or 4%. And when you're paying money to charge something, you're losing the value of the points. Uh, but there's a new credit card called Built B-I-L-T. And that's for renters where you don't even cut a paper check to a landlord. Say you've got an old school landlord that doesn't want to do any electronic payments. There's no fee for the card. There's no fee to pay rent and you earn one point per dollar on rent up to $50,000 a year. So, and those points can transfer to United, Hyatt, Emirates, all sorts of partners. And I think the bigger picture here too is points are great, but the more credit cards you have, and this may come as a shock to people, The more you pay your bills on time and in full, and if you're responsible, your credit score goes up. So, you know, and that's, I think a lot of people have been told credit's evil, don't get credit cards. If you open up a credit card, it's going to destroy your score. Absolutely false. You know, you you can go to the FICO website and it'll tell you the two biggest factors of your FICO score is your how often you pay your bills on time and your debt to credit ratio. So, in the points world, if you if you get a couple credit cards a year with big signup bonuses, and you're paying those bills off on time every month and in full, your score goes up. So not only are you raking in points, taking trips, but you're getting lower mortgage rates. You know, And, and that's why I love teaching young people, don't wait till you're at a college to start paying attention to credit because everyone, you can start earning you know, your own credit age 16, age 18. Yeah, You know, even being an additional user on your parents' card can dramatically increase your score. So I think all parents should have discussions with their kids on responsible credit.
1: Wow. I am blown away by this already. This is amazing information because earlier you were talking about groceries and you're talking about rent now. I bet people don't realize that it is actually very smart to live on a credit card. That's basically what you're saying
0: absolutely for so here's a, a bunch of other reasons why so number 1 when you put stuff on your credit card it's protected in america someone steals your credit card it may be shocking at first and you feel violated that someone has your card at home depot but guess what you're on the hook for nothing calm down you know any credit card company will refund everything for any fraud and that's different in the in the uk and eu it's not as good so not only are your purchases protected; you don't have to carry around cash that can get stolen. Um, but the perks, and this is another area where people are woefully uninformed. So, here's an example: I bought a Montclair jacket. You know, not not a cheap jacket. I think it was two thousand dollars. But I was going to Iceland. We were filming a vlog, and I lost my coat because we were filming on different sets. And I thought someone took it. And all of a sudden, you know, my $2,000 jacket, what did I do? I called up American Express and American Express has purchase protection. So if you bought it within 90 days, bam, 2000 off my bill immediately. So, you know, you buy an expensive pair of sunglasses, it flies off the boat you're on, call up your credit card company. So everyone should look at purchase protection. And nowadays, which is so relevant, travel protection. So the Chase, the Amex, the Capital Ones you know, we see so many travel delays. Hey, and in the US, if your airline cancels your flight, if you're stranded, they don't owe you anything but a refund. They don't owe you for hotel rooms or anything. But the credit card companies have travel uh, trip interruption and cancellation coverage. So all of a sudden, if you can't make that cruise because of the cancellation that you had nothing to do about, You've got to get your family in a rental car last minute. Your credit card covers all those expenses. And that's why putting you know, your expenses on credit cards, you earn the points, that's great. But the perks and the protection can be invaluable these
1: days. Let me ask you this. When you lost the jacket and you called your credit card, did you have to prove that you lost it? Nope.
0: I mean, they, they took my word for it. Amex is especially amazing when it comes to, especially on their platinum card uh, they've got amazing customer service. Um, once in a while, you know, if something's stolen, they might ask for a police report, but in general, mm-hmm. like I've had a friend who had a vase and was leaving the store and it dropped on the ground and they were just like, they took it off like Amex and, and most of the other credit card companies are pretty flexible with it. So, That's uh, you know, if you've, if you've lost an item recently, like always look up purchase protection on the credit cards that you have.
1: Wow. I I, I love this. Are there situations where you should use points? and situations where you should just pay?
0: Well, I think when airfare is really, really cheap, it might make sense to just pay. What I will say is this, there's a silver lining to the pandemic and that's most of the credit card companies now let you cancel, if you use points, they'll let you cancel and get all your points back pretty much up until departure. So when you think about it, using points is like buying fully refundable airfare. Now that's different from buying tickets that if you want to cancel, you might get a voucher, they might sing you $200 a ticket. We've all been there where we're like, wait a minute. There's, So yes, in general, like using points for a trip that you're not sure you're gonna take, use the points because then up until departure, basically you can cancel that ticket. And here's a little sneaky thing. And I think, I don't feel bad telling this trick anymore because airlines, Are just awful these days. Uh. We've all been... So what I do, say you got to get a a wedding and you really need to get somewhere. So I'll buy a ticket on one airline, paid ticket, and then I'll use frequent flyer miles on a different airline later in the day. Because if my flight earlier in that day gets canceled, you don't want to wait till that flight's canceled because guess what? Everyone else is going to be rebooked or the later flights are all sold out. So in advance, like if I've really got to get to LA, I'm going to pay for a ticket on one airline. Then I've got a points reservation later in the day. If my original flight takes off, bam, I just cancel and get all my miles and points back for the other one. So it's kind of like a hedging your bets uh-huh. because so many flights are canceled and delayed these days.
1: Yes, I love that. Are upgrades a good use of points?
0: Absolutely. You know, it's funny. I actually just, I write a weekly newsletter and, uh, you know, I always joke, I'm six foot seven. So I'm like, I need to fly first class. It's for my mental health. It's just, you know, life flat seats. However, I will say for really long flights, DVT, deep vein thrombosis, is a real issue. And it impacts young people, healthy people, you know, uh, especially women on birth control have a higher risk of getting blood clots. So not being overly dramatic here and saying, you know, use the points, get the extra space. It's It's a nicer experience, but also it's good for your health to have more space, especially on those ultra long haul flights. Now, what I'll say is a lot of the airlines... Uh, and, and just to close that loop, when you're fully vertical in a seat, it dramatically increases your blood flow. Um, so you know, being able to be fully horizontal, it's healthier to fly in business class than it is in economy, especially on long flights. So, from a health perspective, I say yes, use the points. From a um, the, the issue with upgrades is a lot of airlines now won't confirm upgrades until the day of departure. So you may have to buy an expensive ticket. Your nail, you know, you're biting your nails you're kind of the stress of not having it confirmed can be exhausting. So sometimes I generally will just redeem points for that ticket uh, for the business or first class ticket. And then uh, just for the peace of mind, because airlines, you know, their flights are sold out now. People are buying business class. It's not like a couple of years ago when you would walk through first class and see a bunch of seats empty. I mean, flights are packed these days. So in 2022, hoping for the upgrade, you might be let down more than once.
1: Yeah. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
0: The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, Essential Television.
1: We do something in every podcast. We do two things. And the first thing we do, I think we'll just do it right now because this is going so well. I'm having so much fun. We do a drink of the day. And when we create our drink of the day, we create it for our guest and for the topic. Sadly, we're doing this virtually. So I'm going to tell you about the drink of the day and show it to you. And then all of our listeners can go to I've got a secret with Robin McGraw.com. And all of our listeners can also see the drink. But this drink is called the hot deal. <laughs> and ooh, look at it. I don't know if you could tell, but it's flaming. Ooh. So we're doing a mezcal margarita today with a flaming hot garnish. Look at that; it's actually oh flaming. With this, you take two ounces of mezcal, one ounce of lime juice, one half ounce of agave syrup, and soda water. For the garnish, one lime wheel and sugar and Bacardi 151. You put the mezcal lime juice, agave syrup, into a shaker with ice and give it a shake. Strain into a rocks glass with the crushed ice, Top with the soda and stir. Now, for the garnish, you're going to pour sugar to fully cover the top of the lime wheel. You're going to then pour the Bacardi 151 on top, saturating the sugar. You will then place the coated lime on top of the drink as a floating garnish and carefully use a long lighted match to set the garnish on fire. I used a wooden skewer to be extra safe. Isn't
0: that oh fun? Tell me the truth. Does it smell like creme brulee? Is like the is the sugar caramelized? The drink sounds amazing.
1: Oh, it is caramelized. It doesn't. It doesn't smell like creme brulee. It doesn't actually, it's ooh, but it does smell like a margarita. <laughs> it smells delicious. So cheers to you. Cheers. Oh my gosh. It is delicious. Okay. So what are airline alliances and how can we use that knowledge to our benefit when using points and miles?
0: So airlines are, there are three major alliances out there. And the beauty of airline alliances is that when it comes to using airline miles, you can redeem on all of the alliance partners. And the example I use here is say United Airlines. I fly United all the time within the U.S., but you know, when you go to Asia, Singapore Airlines is the best. Um, so, what you can actually do is, is redeem your United miles to fly on their partner Singapore, Lufthansa, Swiss Air is one of the best airlines out there. And what I'll tell people is, uh, generally, the foreign airlines are better than the U.S. airlines. United's pretty decent, but like Swiss Air business class, Primo, it's like a it's a better experience. Singapore, all the Asian carriers. So the goal, and so say you had Chase points and you wanted to go to Singapore, Um, well, Singapore is also a transfer partner of Chase, but basically you can transfer your Chase points to a number of different airlines like United and then book on Swiss Airlines for a better experience in flying on United. Um, And then also airlines have other partners as well. For example, Emirates is one of my favorite airlines. If if anyone listening out there, if you want to fly the creme de la creme out there, Emirates First Class is unbelievable. On the A380, they actually have two shower suites where you get to take a 10 minute hot shower at 40,000 feet in the sky. It's absolutely divine. You come out, you have your Dom Perignon and caviar. It's like the golden age of travel is now. And the good thing is Chase, Amex, Capital One, built points, they all transfer to Emirates. So that's kind of, you know, if you're gonna go to the Maldives, which is one of the points uh, holy grails, you know, fly through Dubai, fly Emirates. And once you start flying airlines like that, you don't mind that it's a 12 hour flight. There've been times on Emirates where I'm like, keep going, keep going.
1: Yes, oh my gosh, you're making me wanna go home and pack my bags. My gosh, (laughs) that sounds wonderful. my newest daughter-in-law, Morgan's grandmother, 96-year-old grandmother lives in Switzerland and her mother travels maybe three times a year at least to go see her mother, be with her and spend time with her. She takes Swiss Air and
0: loves it. And and so, for example, if you wanted to fly Swiss and you had Amex points, well, Swiss doesn't transfer to, Amex doesn't transfer to Swiss, but what you could do is transfer Amex to Aeroplan, which is Air Canada's loyalty program. And from aeroplan.com, you could book Swiss flights or Austrian or all other sorts of flights. So, um, what I'll say is it gets complicated, but if you say you've got a bunch of Amex points, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners do literally just Google the points guy, how to maximize Amex points and my team of writers, I mean, or how to maximize chase points, capital one, our team of writers has this all, uh, laid out. Oh. And we also, we also have a free app, the points guy, just search for that in the Apple app store and it'll help you make sense of, it'll actually give you your net worth of all your points. And people have a lot more points than they realize. Um, And then we have all the partners listed in the app. So we try to to make it not so confusing.
1: Yes, your app is so fantastic. Can you talk more about what you offer?
0: Yeah, so the app, you know, this is all very confusing. Um, And one of the things we always try, you know, we've got 40,000 blog posts over the last 12 years. And every day my team cranks out, I can't even read all of our new articles every day. So the app is a way for you to, you can link up all your points and credit cards. We'll track them. We'll make sure they never expire because some airline miles expire. So we'll send you a notification, Robin, you know, your yeah. Singapore miles are gonna expire, use them. Uh, Cause we believe we want consumers to never let a single mile expire. Um, And then we also have, we want people to be able to use their miles. So you can plan and say, I live in LA, I want to go to Bora Bora. And we will know and say, well, you have these Capital One points, you should transfer to this airline. So we try to help people kind of get over the hump and actually use their points because so many people are points hoarders out there where they just keep accruing points and don't use them. And that just drives me crazy because, you know, over time, the airlines devalue points, you know, and what I mean by that is that you know, in a year from now, it's going to be more miles to go from New York to London than it is today. So use your miles today. Now don't squander them. But like, don't save your miles for hey, I'm going to retire in 10 years. Let me use them then use them today. Take the money off the table.
1: Yeah, I love that. The goal of this app is learn, earn and burn. Can you expand on that?
0: Yeah, so the learn tab is all of our content and it's customized for you. So we, if you, you know, are an Amex platinum card holder and you like to fly Delta, we'll make sure that you get the content that's most relevant to you. And then on the earn side, so it gets really confusing, especially if you've got multiple credit cards. You know, which credit card should I use for gas? Which one should I use for groceries? And now people used to have to put post-it notes on their physical credit cards and say, and it was too confusing. So now in the TPG app, we actually will have pay with this, which will tell you of your credit cards, this is the card that's gonna give you the most value back. And what we'll even do is we'll, we'll crunch the numbers and say, uh, we'll give you a score of missed rewards. Like, you know, Robin, you should have been using your Amex gold for all these like dinners, you would have had X amount more points. And so we try to use technology uh, and your personal data to help you make better decisions. And to be clear, we don't sell any of this data. The app is completely free. Um, and it's really about empowering consumers. And then on the burn tab, that's that's about using your points. We want you to finally use them, see the value, and get out there and travel.
1: Wow. What's the best deal you've personally gotten by using points?
0: Oh, it's really hard. Um, you know, I will pivot a little bit and say, so we do a lot of charity work at the Point Sky. And we, you know, nowadays donating, you can donate your frequent flyer miles for amazing causes. And I'm openly gay. And I've been very fortunate. My family loves me. And, but so many LGBTQ people around the world are living in desperate situations where they might be jailed. So there's an organization called Rainbow Railroad, and we help raise millions of miles for them. And as for as little as 50,000 points, which you can transfer from Amex, you can help get someone who's persecuted in a country where they can't live openly. And we actually fly these people to safety. We get them asylum in countries like Canada and Argentina. So being able to meet someone, I donated miles and helped him escape Chechnya, which is a terrible place for LGBTQ people right now. And to look him in the eyes and have him just say, you know, the minute those wheels took off of the St. Petersburg airport, and I knew I'd be able to live my life. So that to me, I get chills thinking about oh, it. But I have chills. Tra- that travel, and we do at the Point Sky, we believe travel can help save lives, change lives. So um, so donating miles for anyone out there, there's a lot of ways to do it, especially if you're not going to use them. You know, we do a lot with Make-A-Wish. I think 70% of Wish Kids wishes involve travel. So. Even if you're saying travel's crazy these days, I'm not dealing with it, donate it so a wish kid can go to Disney World. You know, you can really, really change people's lives by donating miles.
1: Wow. God bless you. That is beautiful. You truly given me complete body chills and I want to cry. I'm glad you told every listener out there all about that. Now, I know you have some tips about using these credit card policies to your advantage. What are some credit card benefits that we have that we might not know we have?
0: Yeah, I mean, the biggest ones, you know, the protections. Uh, Another big one is, is lounge access. And this lounge access really matters these days because when you're at the airport and last minute your airline cancels your flight we've all seen the lines a mile long down the terminal. There's one agent helping people use, even if you have to pay $50, go to the air, airline lounge because the agents working in the airline lounges, they're the best agents out there. So uh, a lot of credit cards offer lounge access or discounted access. Um, so definitely look into that. Um, that's That's one of my favorite perks. The Amex Platinum is probably the best out there for overall lounge access. They give it to Delta and and there's Centurion lounges. Um, there's so many different perks out there. The travel, the trip delay, interruption, cancellation coverage is really big. Um, also global entry. A lot of credit cards will waive the global entry fee. And for those who don't know what that is, you must get global entry. So global entry is a program by the government. It's $100 for five years. And it also includes TSA pre-check. So TSA pre-check allows you to get through the TSA in five minutes in general over the last 10 years. I think my average time is five minutes through the TSA and global entry allows you when you come back to the U S from abroad to use the kiosks where you get through immigration in 90 seconds. And these days there's shortage in staffing at immigration. So I've seen two hour, three hour long lines that people have to wait in. So paying for global entry can save you countless, even if you don't travel a lot, you know, So that's, that's another one. Some credit cards now offer clear and clear is like a step above pre-check where it'll actually help you get to the front of the pre-check line. And it also works in stadiums. So you can, uh, it's basically biometric. They scan your eyes and you can, you know, get through the security line.
1: I hate waiting in
0: lines. So those are some of my favorite perks.
1: Wow. That is great information like stadiums, but you're right you could stand in a line for hours totally totally worth the money
0: one other tip because i know just so many people are going through flight cancellations and you know you're kind of programmed to okay let me wait in line at that but don't wait in that line because every single person in front of you they're stealing all the remaining seats so time is of the essence what i recommend is one of the hacks i like when you want to get through an airline and it's a four-hour hold time call the number in Mexico City or Singapore, call their international lines because they have no weights. and all the reps for airlines speak English. So the US line might be overloaded, but you know, Skype through to the Singapore help desk and they can get you rebooked before anyone else. <gasps> okay. Or DMs, some airlines have DMs on social media where you can DM them on Twitter and they'll help change you to the next flight.
1: Oh, that is so wonderful. Okay, so the Points Guy website also has travel guides and reviews that are so fantastic. What are some of your absolute favorite places you've traveled?
0: Oh, so I am a huge, I love, love wildlife and so South Africa is like, when I think of one destination that's going to give you unbelievable coastlines, Cape Town, have you been to Cape Town, by the way?
1: No, but everyone oh, says uh. we should go. We want to go. We plan to go. I'm glad to Cape, hear you say that.
0: So the good thing about South Africa is it's a long flight, but now there's a couple airlines that fly nonstop to Cape Town and Johannesburg. So you do Cape Town, which is stunning. I mean, it's Table Mountain. It's this most unbelievable coastline. And then they have the Cape Winelands, which is one of the most beautiful wine countries in the world. And then you go do safari and Sabi Sands and Kruger is like my favorite place to do safari. So when I think about checking all the boxes of cuisine, wine, animals, and just culture, like South Africa is just, but I also love Tahiti. And from July July through October, the humpback whales, uh, they give birth off the island of Morea in Tahiti. And that's a short ferry ride from the main island of Tahiti. And And, uh, and during the pandemic, I went because uh, Tahiti was open. And you can actually, it's one of the few places in the world where you can go out on a whale watching tour. But if you want, with guides, you can actually get in the water and snorkel. And you look down at humpback whales below you and it was like an out of body experience, a little, a little bit scary. You know, you're in the deep blue Pacific, but you hear their beautiful noises and the little baby calves with the mothers. It's like one of the best experiences I've ever had. Oh. And
1: just yes. Yes. We've been there. That sounds beautiful. What are your best tips for traveling with children or family in wheelchairs?
0: Yeah. So it's funny, my my grandmother, before she passed, I would travel with her in a wheelchair and you realize how much this world is not made for people with disabilities. And that's something at the points guy in all of our hotel reviews now, we are including ramps and can people in wheelchairs get in the hotel pool? And is there accessibility? It's tough. Um, especially as you travel around the world, some countries are not as far as ahead. I would say, well, first of all, with families, uh, always check your res reservations, because airlines will change your seats around. And this is happening to so many families, especially with young kids, it's kind of crazy that airlines don't have more policies to sit families together. Delta is actually the first airline, they just recently announced that they're going to block off uh, portions of the cabin for families, so that individual travelers can't just take all the good seats. And then, you know, last minute family travelers are stuck. I would always recommend to family travelers check your reservations a week before departure, a couple of days, because what happens these days, airlines are switching planes around last minute and they don't have the technology to sit people together. So when you know, before you leave for the airport that you're not sitting together, you can call the airline, you can do it at check-in, but I know so many families who are like boarding the plane and they're like, wait a minute, we're all sitting apart from each other. Um, But, and, and in terms of, you know, passengers with wheelchairs, you know, airlines do have, you know, just register in advance, every airline has a little bit of different policies, but double check, even when you make a reservation, or you book online, and you add in a wheelchair that you need it, double check, like be over at check in, when you're at the gate boarding, hey, double checking that when we land that there's going to be a, a, a wheelchair there, you know, airports are really short staffed these days. So I think you just got to be overly diligent to make sure that nothing slips through the cracks.
1: Great, great. And what about for children traveling alone for the first time?
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of children these days are unaccompanied minors. Most airlines have programs, you pay a little bit of extra, they'll get an escort on the plane, they'll have their name on them. And I think I know a lot of people who grew up traveling, you know, divorced families, and you got to learn quickly. I think it's important for kids to start learning how to travel at an early age, normalize getting on a plane and, you know, being polite. Um, but most airlines have really good programs where they'll escort. Now, the issue that we're seeing is when flights are delayed or canceled last minute, and you've got an unaccompanied minor, that's when things really can go wrong. So always make sure your child has a cell phone because once again, airlines are short staffed. Uh, you can't assume that they're always going to be fully monitored, especially if there's a rolling gate delay and your child's waiting to get on the plane. So a lot of times they'll get them on the plane, but, um, before that, you know, so make sure that you have a way to, to get in touch with your child. They know how to text you just to keep you up to speed. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. And where are some of the best places we should all consider traveling for summer 2022?
0: Well, this summer's really tough. I just got back from Europe. Uh, I was in Madrid, one of my favorite cities. Oh man, I studied in Madrid in 2005 and over the last, I would say 10 years, they've really beautified the city. Gran Via, they've, they've made a lot of walking pedestrian, like very pedestrian friendly moves. There's tons of bike trails. They've really, Madrid was stunningly beautiful. And I think it's one of those places in Europe that we don't always put on our radar. Um, but so Europe is crowded, I will say that, but the US dollar uh, is now nearly one-to-one to the Euro. And when I studied in Europe, it was like a dollar forty for one euro. And think about that. Today it's like a dollar three, and it keeps getting closer and closer. So I was in Florence, uh, which has some of the best luxury outlet shoppings in the in the world. And so buying luxury goods in Europe now with a near equal euro plus getting tax free—that's what a lot of people don't realize. I got twelve percent back on top of the tax free at the airport. Um, and now most of the Global Blue shopping. You put your phone number in, you bring your passport when you go shopping, and then it's pretty much automatic. Once you get to the airport, they sign off on your slip. And I got my refund within a couple of days. So um, so Europe, summer 2022, I know a lot of people, you know, over the, over the pandemic, we've done a lot of Mexico, Caribbean, people are ready to get back to the kind of European capitals. And even though it's kind of hot and crowded this summer, there's just nothing like being in Europe. And I was in Paris, which is just, there's never a bad time to go to Paris.
1: I agree. We just got back from Paris and we traveled through italy Portofino with family and it was just beautiful and it wasn't too crowded everyone was so friendly it was just a, one of my favorite times to have traveled over there as a family we go over there quite a bit and i'm so glad that you brought this one thing up because i don't know why but philip and i both forget to take our passports with us when we're shopping yeah. It's so frustrating. It, it makes it
0: so much easier. Sometimes they'll let you if you know the number, but it's just so much easier when they scan it.
1: Yes. Now the, te- yes.
0: the technology is really good. In, in Florence, I bought a lot of stuff. Uh, and at the airport, they just, they quickly signed it. I dropped in the box and it was it was like seamless. It like happened yes. within a couple of days.
1: Yes. Yeah, so easy. It, it, you're right, it's very quick. I love your Google Flights hack to find the most economical trips from your city.
0: Yes, so you know, everyone says, where are the cheap fares these days? And it's not that there aren't cheap fares. It's just in general, airfare has gone up a lot. But you can always find cheap deals. So what Google Flights has is called the Explore Map. And you can put in your home airport, and then you basically reverse engineer and say, show me where the fares are. So you can look, say you want to go to the Caribbean, you can scan all the Caribbean islands and see where the cheapest fares are. Uh, What I will say, though, is Sometimes the cheapest fare isn't exactly the best fare, especially if it has like a couple, you know, layovers or if it's a really bad timing, you know, with overnight layovers. But, um, you know, I, I, I encourage people get outside your comfort zone and go somewhere, you know, you've never been before where there's really cheap fares and that you can spend that money you save on experiences versus just on expensive flights.
1: Wonderful. Do you have anything exciting on coming up that you'd like to share?
0: Oh, you know, we are just really, I'm, I'm excited to get back to doing events. Uh, right before the pandemic, we had the TPG Awards, where we kind of had an award show in New York with all the, our readers vote on the best airlines and hotels and cruises. So we're going to be bringing back the TPG Awards later this year. And I think we're actually going to be in LA. So excited to just You know, the community that we built at the Point Sky, I love. And just hearing our, you know, being around our readers. So getting back to those in-person events is, uh, I'm really excited about.
1: Oh, I bet you are. That sounds very exciting. If you're in LA, we are all going to be there.
0: Oh, I will let you know.
1: So, we've come to the second fun thing that we do with every podcast, and that's the game of the day. Do you like playing games? I
0: love games. Points yeah. are a game when you think about it.
1: Yes. Okay, great. So, we've created a game for this podcast, and it is called To the Point. <laughs> I always yeah. love the <laughs> game. <laughs> Today's game is all about who can get the most points. So I'm going to give you a general topic and you have 30 seconds to name as many examples of the Ooh. topic that you can. Each answer is a point. We'll go back and forth for two rounds playing against each other. And whoever has the most points at the end wins. So I just have to tell you, I don't know what these topics are. I don't know anything about the game, and it's always that way. So, first up is you, Brian. Oh, this is going to be good for you. Name as many airlines as you can. 30 seconds, go.
0: Delta, United, Southwest, JetBlue, Spirit, Frontier, Lufthansa, Swiss, British Airways, SAS, uh, South African Airways, Thai Airways, All Nippon, China Eastern, China Southern. Cathay Pacific, Garuda Indonesia, Qantas, Air New Zealand, Air Tahiti Nui, Fiji Air, and uh, Aeromexico. Mexico. Okay,
1: time. <laughs> oh, I thought, is that ever going to end? Who's keeping time? <laughs> how, how many did he get? 21. Oh, I don't know what mine's going to be. Okay, so (laughs) now it's my turn, and I'm just seeing this for the first time. In 30 seconds, I have to name tropical destinations. Okay, tell me where to go. Okay, Uh, Tahiti, (laughs) the Bahamas, Uh, 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 Fiji, Uh, Hawaii, uh I, I'm not gonna get 21, I don't think. Okay, um saint Oh uh uh oh I'm thinking of all of these places we've always we've been okay San Pay. Um oh my gosh, my time is up. <laughs> that was so bad. That was so bad. I, can, I I can think of so many right now. Okay, you did great. Okay, you're oh. next. Okay, Brian, your next topic is things to pass time on a flight. Go.
0: Drink Bloody Marys, crossword puzzle, flirt with your seatmate, uh, do yoga in the aisle, Ah. read the points guy on your phone, uh, eat Biscoff crackers, uh, buy duty-free items. If you're flying Emirates, go to the onboard bar. Uh, and talk to the pilot when it comes out. (laughs) Uh. Time. Oh,
1: that's pretty good. That was pretty good. How many did he get? You got nine. Okay. I'm scrolling for mine. Now, my last topic is carry-on items. Okay. Tell me when to start. Go. Okay. Lipstick, chapstick, eye mask, socks, uh, a blanket, a book to read, uh, earplugs, hand lotion, chapstick, if I didn't say it already, eye mask, uh, uh, spritzing water, uh, a ponytail holder, um, let's see, candy bars, and chewing gum, and... uh, Time's up. How many did I get?
0: (laughs) You did good. I think you beat me there.
1: Wow. Okay, so I believe you won.
0: Well, I won one and you won one, so that's we we tied.
1: I think you're right. (laughs) Let's just say (laughs) that, except we have a surprise for you that you will be receiving in the mail. Ooh. (laughs) And that, unfortunately, brings us to the end of this episode. But before we wrap it up, I have one more question for you. I started this podcast to share life-changing secrets. Do you have one major secret that you've learned from someone, family member, friend, or just throughout throughout your life that you'd like to share with the listeners?
0: Well, I mean, it's appropriate. A friend taught me this. so And it's travel tip that I just have to let people know. So baggage, when you're checking a bag, the airlines are losing bags left and right. And there's nothing you can do if you don't know where the bag is, but put an Apple Air Tag. It's a little button, zip it inside your luggage, and it tracks your bag in real time. So you can even sit there on the plane and it'll show you your bag moving on the belt onto the plane. So it takes like an incredible amount of stress out of travel. And even if you land, even if you land and they're like, we don't know where your bag is, you can be like, it's right here, honey, let's go get it. And so many of my fans, have been saved because they know and they can tell the airline, no, no, it's in this facility in Copenhagen and you're gonna deliver it to the hotel. So that's my little I
1: love that. And you say it's by Apple?
0: Yep, Apple AirTags and they'll, you just sync it to your phone and then it automatically tracks and the batteries last like a year. So you can even put it in your carry-on bag. You know, when you leave it at the hotel sometimes, if someone ever steals your bag, people are putting them in their car. So if your car gets stolen, you can see where it is.
1: That's wonderful. I love yeah. that secret. <laughs> that is fabulous. Okay, so now please tell the listeners where to find you and the Point Sky.
0: So for all of the tips on travel, go to thepointsky.com and the thepointsky on social. But my personal Instagram is at Brian Kelly. And that's where I share all of my travels and tips. And if you look on my pinned stories, I've got everything we talked about today from global entry to air tags, It'll go in deep detail on how to do each. So safe travels, everyone.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. Secret Squad, head over to I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com for more from this episode. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.